0: Hey gang, welcome back to another episode of the We Speak English Good Podcast. Today's episode is the South by Southwest 2018 show, and it's been a long time a coming. And I just want to kind of jump in here and talk about what's been going on. So um, if you guys are listening to this, or if you guys have been wondering what happened to the episodes, well, I've been on a little sabbatical. I know I've only missed like a week or so, but... I've been on a sabbatical, there's been a lot of shit going on, Um, got some family stuff, just lots of family stuff, that's what happens when you move back with your family, when you move with your family back to your family, (laughs) You, um, you acquire a lot of stuff and baggage and issues and that's what's been going on. So it it's been a challenge and um so that's been that's been weighing in on it. I got some legal things going on which I can't really go into <laughs> which is really I know just like just a vague weird reference to something terrible in life when you have to deal with litigation but it's how it is for the moment only because I can't really go into it for legal reasons. Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, uh, also dealing with depression—that's uh, a hard thing. That's something I deal with. Not like um, not like a bad depression where people who have like a serious imbalance depression. But like, I get depressed sometimes. You know, there's an imbalance going on. You can tell. And um right now that's what's going on. So it's been really hard to keep working, but I am somehow some way I'm I'm working and here's the 2018 South by Southwest podcast and what can I say? It was South by Southwest. It was amazing. I got to meet so many amazing artists. I got to meet um so many I mean just cool people in general like cool musicians from uh, austin uh, a couple highlights were being really high on mushrooms that's mostly what i did i mean like if, if you guys can can't tell i've only i'd only did two interviews and i mean I, I was hoping to make south by southwest be like a three episode banger but it was not because i was so busy meeting people talking to people Eating your mushrooms, watching a girl hit somebody with her titty—it was—it was madness. It was—it was insanity. It was—it—but um, it, it, it was—it was beautiful as well. I got to see some family while I was down there in San Antonio. Got to take the whole family on a whole trip. It was amazing. They got to see the Alamo. And on the way home, we went to Memphis and went down to Beale Street, and it was St. Patrick's Day, and that was just craziness on its own. Just people walking around, drinking and being merry. Loved it. Went to Louisville, went to Nashville, and Bishop got all his toys given away or placed on the streets of downtown Nashville because he couldn't keep his shit together crying and screaming and just being a four-year-old and that's just what four-year-olds do they get mad sometimes frustrated they don't know how to express themselves and here it is they just puke it out of their face in the form of a scream or a cry or throwing a toy at the back of your head any one of those things is what happens when you have a four-year-old who is slightly tired and maybe a bit hungry went to louisville had some barbecue ate so much barbecue like I, i mean the best barbecue hands down though was this mixed plate that i got at the festival it was at a food truck and it was the pork was falling the pork ribs were so tender they were falling off and you could eat part of the bone i was like eating the bone i know that's gross and i know that's weird like I mean, but I am that person who will suck the marrow out of a bone and, and be gross and indignant when they're eating their food because that's just what happens when you're like carnal, you know? You just oh, I want the fucking barbecue. And well, so this plate had what was it called? I think it was called the heart attack. And it had pork ribs, it had sausage, it had beef brisket, it had um, chopped beef um chicken it had like a chicken thigh and uh, and leg on it all swimming in barbecue sauce with, uh, with with a side of potato salad with a big old fat onion a cut onion on top of it and and some baked beans with big old chunks of pork just floating around in them meat have I'm salivating right now and I mean you might be able to hear it the bike might be able to hear how much like liquid has just oozed into my mouth as i'm trying to explain how delicious this food was so that was hands down the best uh we went to louisville and had some shit i forgot what it was called um it's like mark's warehouse or something or mark's like i don't know my sister's uh boyfriend knew the place he's lived in louisville um beautiful city went to a park there hung out um Worked on some family stuff on the way. You know, the, nothing cures, you know, tension and craziness between the people you love than uh, the road. And so we were able to talk a few things out and work some stuff out. And, you know, this has been a, a huge change for all of us. But uh, it, it's going good. We we played our first gig up in Adrian, Michigan. That was great at Hooligans. Uh, it was me and Rayna's first gig that we've had here in, um, you know, this region. Nothing in Toledo yet, but we're still, we're booking. We're booking. I'm making connections. Uh, I got some great guests coming up in the next couple of weeks. I got an old friend, Asa. Um, I'm scheduled to do some uh, a talk with a local hero, Kyle White. And, I, you know, I'm reaching out. I'm trying to find people. Also, I'm still working with... Uh, ross accurate if you're here in toledo april 21st from 4 to 6 p.m at the glass city get down out i'll at the beer stube on monroe street if you're in toledo you know what that is uh come check us out it's ross accurate and we're gonna be jamming some reggae vibes and then uh we got um you know me and Raina were asked back to do hooligans and then of course the big news for me anyways or at least being able to announce it. I've known about it for a couple months now, but you never know in this business. Uh, we had a uh, offer to play with our brother's uh, Natural Vibrations in Hawaii, and uh, everything went through. Our promoter, the promoter, sent out the tickets, and our manager was able to disperse them, and here we are. Uh, I got a ticket to Hawaii, and this is for April 28th. Um, in Honolulu, at the Hilton Hawaiian Village Waikiki Beach Resort, we get to stay at the resort, which is nice. Um, it's gonna be going on from 6 p.m. to 12 a.m. and uh, it, it's it's it looks like it's like a a party of some kind. And so Natty Vibes is playing, and Skanks Roots Project will be opening up for them. And I think their drummer is gonna be sitting in with S.R.P. So I think we're gonna have quite an irie show. <laughs> you like how I use the word irie anyways um so look out for that I'm super excited um super super duper excited to fly out to Hawaii to play a show I'm super blessed to be a part of that project and they're still like putting up with my shit I mean they invited me out to South by Southwest I'm talking about Skank's Roots Project and um And, you know, they invited me to South by Southwest, and they just, uh, our manager keeps us, me in the loop, which is really nice. And they could just be like, fuck that guy. (laughs) I know I'm an extra expense, especially because flying out of Detroit is expensive to fly to a beautiful paradise like Hawaii. Anyway, so today's show, we have... Um, we have Steve Carter of the Mau Mau Chaplains, and he also plays in other bands like Stop the Truck, and he does a BG cover band. Uh, I'll put the website on uh, the sh- liner notes, and we also get to talk to uh, 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 someone directly from Jamaica, and he performed that night with us. Uh, it's a Sanya and I'm sorry I can't say that right. I'm sure he says it correctly. He, he says it right when I introduce him. So it's a keen signa, and um, I'll put his information in the liner notes as well, so you guys can go. And we're gonna kind of set. Th- I just set this up like kind of in the past. We uh, we're gonna listen to the interview, and then I'm gonna play some music from that artist. And it's just gonna be two people. Like I said, I was very busy being high on drugs and meeting interesting people to do my podcast i had this one conversation with this dude from columbia which was just absolutely amazing backstage at the flamingo cantina and um he's from columbia and just the way he got here and how his family i'm gonna try to get him on the podcast actually uh we're trying to work out our schedules he's a busy musician he plays guitar there in austin locally but um he has a vivid memory of, you know, moving to Austin and just being an immigrant and moving in with family and mysterious certain circumstances surrounding his father's death in Columbia. Uh, yeah, I'm talking about gangster shit. And uh, I mean, just beautiful conversations, beautiful people. I, I just can't stress how awesome Austin was. There was this bar called Ain't Nothing But The G-String. I loved it. It was just like thick black girls, which I love thick black girls. And the thick girls down south. Oh my gosh, thick women down south is just a different kind of thick. Just like a different kind of buxom beauties down there. Sorry. Now I'm salivating again. Write the show at we speak english com. You can check out the barren wasteland that is the website we speak english net. Leave a review on Stitcher, iTunes or anywhere. You get your podcast got some good stuff coming up i'm um, glad to be back on posting new episodes i'm gonna try to get my rhythm back and start putting up um just just music podcast again and we'll see what happens so let's jump into a Kinsenya, and then we'll listen to some music by him and then i'll be back and introduce steve carter who has an illustrious career of like backing up Merle Haggard Willie Nelson Just a man of the scene There in Austin, Texas So um, Great conversation coming up So let's go to a quinceañà Backstage at the Flamingo Cantina And we'll be back After this South by Southwest 2018 Backstage with Akeen Sanya, yeah. Akeen yeah. Sanya, yeah. yeah. And you're from Kingston, Jamaica. Yeah man,
1: Jamaica. Buff Bay right now, but it's Kingston seeing where you know leaving out know, Kingston. Uh-huh. to Austin, you know?
0: Yeah. So how did
1: tell me how you got like hooked up with this
0: gig? Like
1: how did you I come mean, across it? We know of it within the musical point being a musician, we we were aware of it, you know. uh uh-huh. So we just applying, you know. Oh, we so, so you just you yeah, apply
0: and so the, you were able to fly over?
1: And, yeah, come and, over.
0: And you actually have a backing band.
1: Yeah, did a band in, in, in town here, Austin, and Lionheart Heights. Uh-huh. So they're the one who, you know, yeah. doing the accompaniment tonight, you know. So how did you link up with those guys? I mean, we know them via thing. Angela linked me up with them, you know.
0: Okay, so it's a promoter.
1: Yeah, the promoter. The band. Uh, you know of them, you know. Oh, okay. Because they have a, a company, other uh, Jamaican acts. Okay. That come through here, you
0: know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. You know? That's cool. Mm-hmm, so, do you, uh, do you come to the States often?
1: Not often, you know, but, you know, we struck time to see that we can come through yeah. within certain seasons uh-huh. to promote and do our music, you know? Yeah. I, I was here like five years ago with the band Uprising Roots band, you know? Oh,
0: okay, okay. So, you know? uh, have you been out to California like doing like the Cali Roots festival? At yeah,
1: all? I did. Yeah, we did some festival down there. Yeah. Nevada well.
0: Oh, the Serpent, Nevada? Yeah. yeah That's a cool one. Yeah, word. man yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to forward into them regions again, you know? Uh-huh
1: Yes, sir That's
0: so yeah. So, so you were, um, I know you already told me, but you came up with music in your family, and like you came up in the church, which is uh, kind of where you start singing, so you were singing Not really I start singing in the church, I really do poetry,
1: you know? Oh, okay do the poetry I read out, you know? Chanting more, you know? Mm. But it has, as we said, music has always been a part of our lifestyle, how we grow up, you know? Yeah With the woman at the river washing, with that music and a rhythm with it, you know? Yeah We beat the box or a sound and create some music, you know? There's a sound system culture in Jamaica growing yeah. up, you know? They the nigger clapping spirituality church, so it's Always around in high school, there was a school choir. You have the, you know, house Super a Church at this church. Nowadays, there's a band here and there, you know. So Yeah, it's, it's there. So do you do you, do you have a band out in Jamaica? No, there's a band. I'm associated with the uprising roots oh, band. Oh, that's the band you just done. Yeah. Okay, so but right now I'm doing my own thing right now too. You okay, know? okay. I'm on, a, I'm on a Sabbatical, you know.
0: Okay. And are you
1: a, are you on a label out there? Or independent. 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 Yeah, my label. No, the sound bomb yard, you know, to heal you with sound, you know, that's the mission, you know.
0: Right on. Cool man. True true. What uh so what what's your plans? Like are you planning on doing uh, big tours out here in yes, America? Of course. or The
1: plan, you know, we don't really we just have planned with job. Uh-huh. So you definitely got to structure and go on the west course, you know. And stuff like <laughs> don't that, you know? Worry about it. So it's stuff like that, you know?
0: Yeah yeah, totally man. Well, I appreciate you talking to me, brother. Gift really, thanks and prove, man. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm excited to check you out. You guys are about Choo-choo. to go up. choo. Yeah, You're next, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I'll let Bless you get settled in. I know I just threw this mic in your face. So Every I appreciate it. The love, you know? All right, man. All right. Thank you so much. Hi-ary. I appreciate Hi-ary. it. All right. One
1: love. One
2: love. Both She got her flesh, she got her flesh. Beauty makeup or body problems. She's bleaching her melanin, the system she tries to fix. She got dedication education now She don't need any recommendation her life so hard Leaving a system with brother Living her life so hard Leaving so a system with a father Ambitious to so fulfill her dream was real. No, she wanted a want one. Like Alice in the Wonderland. With me, a and emotions. She bought the deception. Thinking she can pay her way. Climbing the social and Them with brother. living her life so they made a force Yeah, but never try to Yangja Cause in a Hempstead You have the good lamb's bread In California You have the good California. <laughs> Babylon, one yeah. Yangja Who over Go the good Sensively in a Lamb's bread, Mary G. Please don't fuck cheap
0: Welcome back, that was a king Senya and let me run down a list of names for those songs in the order we played them so you know what you were listening to and that is Fancy Girl, Queen Nani, Babylon Waganja, and Egyptian Serenade. Fire-ass tracks, so fire. I really enjoy his music. And when I was talking to him, he was such a nice guy backstage. And we had a whole conversation before we even recorded that. And I had it on the wrong inputs on my stupid asshole recorder. So we we talked for like 15 minutes and um, none of it was recorded. So he did that again before he went on stage. So we kind of condensed it to a quick conversation and that was it. But it was a good you know, we got to know a little bit about the artist who was backed by, oh my God, I met this awesome band there. I'm going to try to get them on stage. I can't remember their name either. Jesus Christ. Anyways, I'm going to try to get a lot of people on that I met from Austin. Who knows what will happen? In any case, let's jump over to my new friend Steve Carter of the Mau Mau Chaplains, and we're going to talk about his history, like a lot of history of the the city, of the times, uh, of him hanging out with Merle Haggard, and all that good shit. And then that's going to be the end of the show. So we're also going to play right after that. We'll play Foreign Mind, Do Mama Do, Where Did I Go Wrong, in that order, after the conversation we have with Steve Carter. Just so you guys know, I know there was some noise in the Senya, and there's some background noise here at um, with Steve, but that's just how it is. We're in the middle of a festival, so... Sorry about that. I just want to apologize. And let's see. So let's jump over to Steve Carter, and we'll play music out. And I'll see you guys next week. So be good to your fellow human beings. HJ's for everybody. Write the show at WeSpeakEnglishGood at gmail.com. Check out the website, WeSpeakEnglishGood.net. I don't know if you can hear that, but my son is yelling at me, so that's why I'm speed speed talking right now. So he's in the bath, and he's yelling, and he's about to start crying because no one's coming again. Get- okay, I'll talk to you guys later. Peace. Oh my god, I didn't push recording. So I'm talking to Steve Carter. And you just Mal-mal played... Mau Chaplins. We're here at the Flamingo Cafe or Cantina. Cantina. Jesus. Great. How long has this place been around? About 18 years. 18 years. Nice. And you've been in Austin since...
3: 79.
0: 79. And we were kind of talking before we started recording. Uh, you lived in San Diego for a bit.
3: A brief time. A
0: brief time.
3: <laughs> in the Navy. Three months.
0: And- The longest, longest, uh, or the shortest time I've ever known anybody be in the Navy. It
3: was awesome, though.
0: (laughs) Well, I bet San Diego, Southern California was amazing then.
3: I liked La Jolla because it had all the Dr. Seuss plants.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right, and that's where Dr. Seuss lives.
3: Yeah, it it looked just like it.
0: Well, I mean, like, it has those caves and stuff. Did you go down there where the seals hang out and stuff? Oh, my God, I loved it down there.
3: Yeah, we, we had a ball there. And then uh, I moved back to Baltimore, and then I moved here in 79. So
0: you're originally from Baltimore?
3: Yeah, I grew up there.
0: Isn't, you know what's funny when like people from the East Coast, like they go to see California, and they're just like, what the fuck is this? Oh, and yeah. It's like just a different... It's work. radically different. It's just, it's like amazing and beautiful. And, and the
3: weather's nice. Oh
0: my God. But you know what I loved about today was like, it reminded me of almost like a Cali spring. It'll be kind of, over soon. <laughs> I hear. I hear it was really cold. We'll go
3: winter. straight to hot.
0: Yeah. How hot does it get in Austin?
3: It gets brutally, hang on a say I have to pause this. Sure. Um, 110. 110?
0: Yeah. So you guys will just be out here sweating. Like all summer long. Sweating. All the dick. Way. And so what do they do? Open up the doors or they have air conditioning? What well, do they...
3: They, they, they seal up the top when when it's winter, uh, but it's pretty open.
0: And in the summer, they'll yeah. kind of open and it up. We out. have a
3: regular two to four hundred people every Wednesday. And what's the
0: night called?
3: Just a Dreadneck Wednesday.
0: Dreadneck? Shut up. That's yeah. an amazing name.
3: Because we're all old white guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you, uh, you also tell me that you. You've been here since 1979, but through that you've played with a lot of cool bands. Yeah. Did you kind of go through your resume a little bit?
3: Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I do the Graham Parsons show every year. Oh, really? On his birthday. Nice. Our country band was called Stop the Truck, and we played with Freddie Powers. Freddie was Willie's best friend, and he wrote 41 Merle Haggard songs. So they would come over and play in the living room which was cool yeah and then uh that's the band that went to europe a <laughs> which lot. was
0: cool yeah <laughs> not i slot. smoked
3: weed with bob marley too oh tight i met him twice so oh. i smoked with him and willie if i can get snoop I'll <laughs> you'll have, have, the, the trifecta. have the trifecta i'll be the bus driver in pot heaven <laughs> and over here we have
0: <laughs> that's amazing
3: yeah that's how i got into reggae i was playing like eagles and jackson brown and uh-huh. stuff and I went and saw Bob Marley and I met him. I hung out with him and smoked some weed. And I met him again a year later. And were you and playing? That was, I was playing with a reggae band out of Houston that was all Trinidadians. Oh,
0: wow. That
3: was the first reggae band I was ever in.
0: Okay, so... And then I
3: then I moved up here because that's where the music was. Yeah. And I've been playing my ass off ever since. I'm 64 and I'm in six bands.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. yeah would you, I mean, like, so... I feel like all of the cities around America has kind of had a resurgence of art and music. Um, Oh, yeah. But Austin's always... Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Was Austin ever affected? I mean, because, like, there was a time, like, in San Diego, for instance, when I first moved there, this music scene was very desperate, disparate and yeah. like not together. Not here. It's incestuous. So it's just... We no, used okay. to rehearse
3: in a, in a building that Stevie Ray Vaughan was in that room and Eric Johnson was in that room and Asleep at the Wheel was in that room. Wow. And, you know, it's just a big pile yeah. of musicians. And we're very incestuous in that everybody plays with everybody.
0: Right. Um, so, when, so if someone was coming to town to try to like break into the music scene, would you think would you say it would be difficult to do that or no right?
3: you won't make any money <laughs> unless you go on the road yeah. but you can hone your craft like nowhere else in the world right. like Nashville has 3132 music bars we have over 300 yeah wow so yeah. If there's nothing like this you can't get a pizza here without hearing a band
0: <laughs> well it's yeah it's beautiful man it's like a beautiful city and it's just a um, I, I don't know, like, this is the first time here, playing here. Uh, how long has South by Southwest been going oh, on? Oh,
3: man, it used to be little.
0: Yeah, I bet. It
3: used to be like 50 bands would come to town. There's half a million people here this week.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, it's just growing out of control. Do yeah. you, you usually play it most years? Every year, yeah. Every year, we yeah. play
3: the Bob Marley Fest every year. You know, there, there's, there's... We play ACL, you know. Yeah. Just if you have any credibility here. And this band is made up of... You, you may not have heard them, but, like, Shiny Ribs and uh, Uncle Lucius and, and uh, all these guys play with other people. Yeah. Who just come here on Wednesday.
0: Okay, so it's just sort a of good like A good portion
3: of them have their own reggae bands.
0: Oh, okay, wow. I didn't realize... So is there, like... I mean, besides this place and yeah. Wednesdays, is there a reggae scene? There's a reggae
3: club all the time.
0: Okay. Oh, then this is just straight up reggae. Yeah. I oh, mean, okay.
3: sometimes they'll have hip-hop or sometimes yeah. they'll do something out of... Uh, but every reggae band that comes through town plays here mm-hmm. you know we've played with every reggae band you can name yeah Tosh Jimmy Cliff Yellow Man you've
0: been like backing bands for? yeah them?
3: yeah. we've played with all of them we, you so,
0: know they
3: know us because we've played with them repeatedly
0: so why wouldn't you be able to make money here if you
3: we could make money if we went on the road but there's 11 or 12 of us every week
0: uh huh yeah oh yeah yeah you're not gonna make money in with 12 piece band yeah
3: what we have is, is a faithful crowd that comes out uh huh but if this band traveled, we would get paid a lot. When the country band would go to Europe, we'd get a couple of grand for every set.
4: Nice. You know, and
3: here we'll play on a Wednesday and we'll make our 30 $40. But there's of the 12 of us, of, yeah. you know? Yeah. We don't care. What would yeah. you do? Stay at home and say, I showed them. Right. Or, or you know? <laughs> yeah, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm going to watch TV tonight. I'd folks. be looking at my watch saying it's 1130. They're playing Trouble in the Dance or something.
0: It's like, oh, yeah. This is you cool. know? Yeah. No, I feel you, man, because you get itchy, like, when you don't play. like.
3: And I miss them. Like, if I go on vacation somewhere, no. I miss
0: it. Yeah, totally. You know, I, this I, is our home. That's awesome, man. So, um, when you first came in the town how did you like kind of get into the scene I mean like what what did well, you have to do that's funny again
3: I went to see the lotions which was Mo's band okay big, tall band I would go see him like every week and one day I sheepishly went up and said I play reggae and Mo was like yeah you can sit in and so I sat in and I played a song he said play another song I played another song he said play another song and then they turned on break he said how far do you live from here and I said <laughs> about two miles he said go get your shit <laughs> and that was it
0: and that was it yeah yeah so um as a musician like could you if you are able to expand past reggae yeah as a musician could you can you make pretty decent money just working? yeah the I, that's why I play in a lot of bands mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: one one band we do all old jazz standards Ella Fitzgerald and Sinatra the Bee Gees songbook Beach Boys songbook Motown Sometimes the country band, so it's just yeah. you know whatever, you know that yeah, way we don't travel unless we go to Europe. <laughs> if, but we're done, not going we're not to Europe. I'm not go Oklahoma City anymore. <laughs> okay. You know, we used to live on the road and yeah, and it's all just that stuff. It gets but, old, huh? Uh, it's okay if, if you're young and and doing that, but I'm 64. I don't want to. Yeah. Go sleep in the van all the way there. Sleep in the van, some yeah.
0: shitty hotel. Yeah. Plus yeah. I've got. Good credibility
3: and good accomplishments. Yeah. As a songwriter, I've had like double platinum records in wow. Europe and stuff. Oh wow! What's so, the name of uh, uh, them? albrechtsen in Norway is a big star over there. Done a bunch of my songs. Nice. You know, so uh, it's just even Austin, Austin artists have done my songs. So. That's
0: awesome. You know
3: that we had some like Mo and I for a long time were just country songwriters.
0: Okay, and you're making money just writing country songs? Yeah, yeah.
3: And then then that kind of fizzled out when Freddie passed away. Ah, yeah. And uh, it's okay though, but you know, so we're just doing what we've been doing since.
0: Yeah. Ever since. Yeah. And then the
3: Mau Mau's got together, Stop the Truck was a five piece. The Mau Mau's was a five piece. But then one horn player would sub for another horn player and then he just wouldn't go away. (laughs) And then he said, I know a trombone player and then he would come and then he wouldn't go away. So now we're an 11-piece band, or okay. 12, depending on who's on the road.
0: Okay, yeah, so I mean, it's just a, kind of a revolving door Yeah, it's musician. church. Yeah, yeah. It's like
3: a who's who of Austin reggae musicians.
0: That's really cool. And
3: uh, the keyboard player, uh, Jeremy has his own band, Michael Shalom, yeah. the trombone um, player.
0: Was that, Lion Heights, right? Yeah, Lion yeah. Heights, yeah. and Micah
3: Shalom and the Babylonians. Okay. So, you know, everybody does keeps themselves busy.
0: Well, Goodness. This is the city to do it in. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, wow. So, so when the resurgence of music and art happened all over the country, was did uh, Austin kind of like feel that too because I know I know Austin's there was
3: always I know
0: it's always had it but yeah. I feel like there's been an influx of like people moving here here is the food it's
3: food it became a good restaurant
0: town oh, okay so but music's always, always just been, been, been a thing always but been, so but like the yeah. food is sort of came and you up. can see
3: stuff here for free on a Monday Wednesday Tuesday Thursday that you would pay 25 or 40 bucks to get into in another city yeah you can see people who played with George Strait, you can see people you know, who played with CB Ray Vaughan just playing for nothing.
0: Yeah, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, the history here alone, man. Yeah. yeah. In San Diego, I, um, I mostly work cover bands because San Diego is like a destination, so there's always oh, tourists yeah, yeah, yeah. going. So, so I was able to make a pretty decent living doing that. And now I do like, I was in like three or four different reggae bands and- How long oh, you been playing reggae? Um, you know, I kind of got pulled into it, so it's only been like three or four years. Have a good night, bro. Yeah, you're hey, such lady. Fucking rock. Every time I see you, what a fucking rock star you are. Yeah,
5: oh, thank somebody you was sure. telling me about the, the Bee Gees thing this past week. Who's was packed. Yeah. Amazing. What
0: size shirt? Huh? What size
3: shirt?
5: What is what? What size shirt? Large. Large. He's one with sleeves yeah. the would be great. Just yeah, just see if I can get that.
0: All right. So nice great. to see you. The energy was so great. Tonight. Oh thank God, dear.
3: it was! It was electric. Uh, yeah, it was electric. We hit it. I mean, you know, all these years. Yeah, well, everyone. So you got pulled into reggae.
0: I did. Like my buddy Chris, I used to play with him a long time ago in San Diego. That's what's so weird about breaking into scenes, like cause scenes are built by like, you know, the musicians who build them and then when you're an outsider trying to break in, that's yeah. why it's so weird. Oh yeah. So I grew up with these guys because I've been out there for about ten years. I just recently moved back to Ohio. Um, but yeah, so like I knew him playing when I first got into town and then all of a sudden he was like, Hey, we're going on tour, can you can you play a bubbles game? Yeah, right. Like, yes, I could do that. Yeah. And then I just been with them. Reggae since is there. just so many parts. Yeah, you can't overplay
3: anything. Right, you just have to put this little puzzle together. Yeah, man. And if you do it right and everybody just plays just what they're supposed to. You can have an 11-piece band and people don't get in the way of each
0: other. Yeah, totally. And that's that's kind of what we had to learn because we're kind of a bigger band. When we play like bigger festivals, like we couldn't bring everybody out for this one because everybody had to sort of fly in or drive in. But like when we are in like California or something, We'll have like 10 or 11 people up there yeah. just fucking doing their thing. Yeah. But everybody knows the songs. Yeah. Everybody kind of lives in different parts of California right. and stuff. And we can like go all ah. come together and just hit it. Yeah. So.
3: How long have you all been a band?
0: This band has been together probably since 2000. Eleven or twelve.
3: Yeah, cool. So
0: it's been around for a little longer, but it's yeah. mostly an amalgamation of like four or five different reggae bands. Yeah. So it's a project. It's called yeah. Skanks Roots Project. So yeah. it's just different members of different bands right, who've done it. their own thing, and then it kind of took over actually, because because yeah. when I was going on the road, it was mostly with these guys, and then uh, so what made you move
3: back to Ohio?
0: My wife. My wife wanted to see Detroit. She wanted to live in Detroit. And um, she saw Detroit. She didn't like Detroit. Which, uh, where I'm from, it's called Toledo, Ohio, and it's a little, it's like. I know where it is. Yeah, so I've been to Detroit, I played Detroit. I know what Detroit is. My wife's from San Diego, had no idea. Yeah. And so she sort of on a whim wanted to live there, even against my. My my sister worked for Toots for
3: a long time. Oh, and But she had a band that was the top reggae band in Ohio for years.
0: This what was, was in the, the, name? the 70s. Oh, okay, what's the name for?
3: Ital. Ital? Yeah. Cool. And she and her boyfriend, she played keyboards. Then she moved down to Jamaica and worked for Toots for about 20 years. That's your sister? Yeah. Oh, shit. My family got reggae bad when we got it. Wow. My other sister had a Rasta boyfriend in dreadlocks for a while. (laughs) She grew out of that. The white girl dreadlocks thing.
0: They can get a little stinky. Well, it's not stinky. It's just kind of... Okay, you're right. You know what? The girls who take care of it. I dated a, a hippie girl. Yeah. There's a difference between Rasta dreads and hippie dreads. Well, the thing is, the Jamaicans,
3: when Ross Trent comes up to them... All they're thinking is how much free weed they're
4: going
3: to get. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, when they come here, they're like, Dude, come to Jamaica and wear your fucking cowboy boots and your snap shirt. They will go ape shit. Nice. Because sometimes we would come from a country gig, uh-huh. like with cowboy hats and boots Hell still yeah. on. Hell yeah. And play this gig. Hell yeah. And, and the Jamaicans just like the whole mystique of, of cowboys. and
1: Yeah. You know,
3: American yellow point. man said, The only thing cooler than being old white guys playing reggae is old white cowboys so when (laughs) really so when you come down there cowboy up
0: okay fair enough I like that
3: advice we were talking make the horn players dress like
0: mariachis oh shit you know that's tight yeah that's awesome But I mean like it's funny how um, even like that like Tejano music kind of has that little like oh sure I mean what is that there's a ton of reggae in Mexico Right, but it comes from like Germany or something, right? Yeah. Or is that? What it yeah, I know yeah. it's all like European polkas because yeah. they had like Germans and yeah. shit going to yeah. Mexico. So it's like it's just so crazy how music sort of like creeps into other cultures. Oh, well, that's and it. it. And, and like it. Uh, Marley said, they didn't
3: get R and B. They didn't get Motown yeah. on the radio. They got country music and New Orleans music like the meters. Yeah. And gospel. Gospel. They weren't getting East Coast city black music. Uh, yeah. At all. Yeah. On the radio. Yeah. So th- that's why reggae came from country music.
0: That's so funny. Yeah. Country music kind of has the little thing going oh, on the that, too, right? If you listen to Walking
3: After Midnight by Patsy Cline, yeah. and listen to the lights, <laughs> 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 I go out walking after midnight. Ba-da-da-da. It's a shuffle. Yeah. Scott is a straight up shuffle.
0: Okay. I like
3: that. <laughs>
0: Patsy Cline. Yeah. That's that's I've never even put that together. Like did, what is that called? Ethomology or something? Where yeah. you study music? And yeah. Like how far that shit goes. Yeah, Bob and, and Toots
3: both said reggae is just country music played wrong.
0: <laughs> that's a good quote.
3: But that's why, like, Toots did Country Road, Dennis Brown did Any Day Now, which yeah. was a Ronnie Millsap country song. That's right. that yeah, say? Storybook People, Gregory Isaacs, that's a country song.
5: Yeah, okay. I why see. Why can't that. we be what? like storybook
0: children?
3: Yeah. in a wonderland. It's an old country song.
0: Eagle
3: really Mouse does Big Iron.
0: Oh, yeah, Eagle Mouse.
3: Yeah. Okay. Hell yeah,
0: man. That's. It's a direct link. That's such a fucking... The Jamaicans so know it. That's so strange. But you know what was interesting? I was talking to one of the Jamaicans, guy, the guy performing now. I can't remember his name. I feel like an asshole. I just talked to him for like 20 minutes. Uh, but he was telling me that it was surprised me because i was like i'm sorry if i sound ignorant because he said he started singing in the church yeah and i was like so is it like reggae in the church and he was like no it's actually gospel yeah so they have gospel like oh, yeah. like any kind we had of like two of the guys a holt
3: and i forget the drummer but they were here with uh with yellow and they came out to our country gig a couple nights later and they wanted to play on the road again oh nice and they played it like country music yeah on the road
0: again just can't wait to get on the road again, sang it, played it. That's amazing. Yeah. Did you guys do it with the skank or did you no. guys just play straight up straight up chords? country music? I, w- I was uh I noticed that you kinda had like the Papa was the Rolling Stone big yeah. like, thing going on. Were you guys singing the lyrics over it? Because I was back yeah. here. Okay, okay.
3: So what happened was one night we were playing Wake Up and Live uh-huh. and Tiger went ba da da ba da da and everybody just followed it. Oh, okay. So they and it became the- a little segment in the middle of that song. Yeah. Then we just all started singing because we all know Papa was Right, right. Stone. Yeah. We never
0: rehearsed good. that ever. Cool. So that was just some natural thing that kind yeah. of occurred because he heard it and was yeah. like, we're doing this now. Yeah. I love those moments.
3: And even we did Walk On By with just a burnt background.
0: Yeah.
3: Leon Warwick.
0: Hell yeah, man. And you throw that skank over it. Yeah. Cool man. Any feel, good song
3: can be done reggae. Hell yeah,
0: I feel like You know. Yeah, man. Um, we, I forgot what song went. Never mind. That was pointless. <laughs> Anyways. But it's still four or four. So all you got to do right, is right. just stay within the, yeah. those meters.
3: We so, do a bunch of sunny songs reggae. Sunny Throckmorton is our another friend we play with. He got eighteen number one country songs. Seventy two top twenty country
0: songs. Nice.
3: And we do his songs, okay, country style. I mean reggae style.
0: Wait, now are you a self-taught, or you, did you go? Solo? I don't know
3: a slightest idea what I'm doing. Okay, even in the jazz, stuff, I just, I just, I just collect songs. Okay. I don't really play solos. Okay. I don't care what key it's in.
0: Yeah,
3: yeah. you start playing it and I've heard it, I'll play it. If I haven't heard it, I'll play it right. Or else, if I hit something wrong, it was the other chord I was gonna
0: play.
3: A <laughs> melody-driven.
0: That's perfect. You know? Yeah. And you got a good voice, so you can sing. So yeah. that's, that's, and I love the jazz chords. Yeah, man. I'm all about that. That's you know, that's, that's, like, that's
3: what we do Thursday.
0: How, oh, you do a Thursday jazz thing? Is that yeah. here?
3: No, it's at a little deli. But oh. we play all Sinatra and Ella Fitzgerald wow. and Billie Holiday, Nat King Cole, Tony Bennett. So
0: so you couldn't look at a chord chart and be like, okay, I'm playing. I have a hard
3: time following charts, mm-hmm. but I'm getting better at it. Okay. Because I'm playing more jazz. Okay. And I play bass in that gig.
0: Oh, okay. So you just switch on. and uh, Yeah. Do you play keys too? Uh-uh. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: I was a bass player when I met Mo. Oh,
0: okay. But Indeed. I was
3: playing, I played bass in the Trinidadian reggae band in Houston. But I would learn Bob Marley songs on the acoustic guitar. Uh-huh. And I had a good chop, man. It's, it's, it's very sharp. It doesn't go scrank, scrank. It's like whack. Yeah. Cutting a fish head off. You know? Yeah. And I have a reputation. Nobody nobody uh, can put me down in that department.
0: That's awesome.
3: One time we were playing with uh, Sugar Minot. Oh, okay. And Sugar came up and he said, You see this man here? Yeah. He's from
0: Jamaica. He can't play like that. Hell
3: yeah. So it was kind of.
0: Yeah, well, that's 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 awesome when you get like a legend to be like, yeah, hey, this and guy right then here. Then when I
3: met Marley, Family Man gave me a bass lesson.
0: Oh, Changed my world. Fuck yeah, man. Up
3: on stage, they were doing sound check. They were done, and I said, I'm a bass player, and he said, Oh, and I play reggae. This is when I was playing with those Trinidadians.
0: Yeah.
3: And he said, Well, here, play me something. And so I played him, and I was also listening to a lot of weather Report at the time, oh, like yeah. Joshua Pastoria. Hell yeah. And I started. I was playing a, a reggae song. He said, Well that's jazz <laughs> you know I was playing the notes yeah but he said this is how you play reggae Okay. move your hand up here turn the treble off ah. you know and he gave me schooling right there he spent about 20 minutes just telling me wow. how to play reggae bass
0: well that's fucking
3: it's legendary that's ama- really, yeah yeah that's amazing yeah, yeah for sure man hell yeah so uh, I've been blessed that way the whole Merle Haggard stuff. Merle gave me a song for my CD that he never recorded. Wow. It's a beautiful song. And then uh, when we did a tribute to Freddie, he got Parkinson's and he got to the point where he couldn't sing yeah. or almost couldn't sing. So stop the truck did 17 Freddie Powers songs. Okay. And Merle came and sang on it with us, nice. which was really cool. So oh, yeah. you know, and Willie, we recorded in the living room with Willie.
0: Wow. Do you still so. have those recordings? Huh? You still have those recordings? Yeah. <laughs> you, you never release yeah. them or it...
3: no, no. We put out a little homemade CD in Freddie's living room. Oh, cool. Yeah, it was just three of us and then Willie's on like
0: seven songs. Cool. So we're just sitting around. Is that is that like available for people to buy like on iTunes at all, or is that just sort of you got a box of CDs in your attic? No,
3: I could burn you one. Okay. He was just fucking incredible. And he changed us, man. We play a lot quieter than we used to.
0: Hmm. Yeah, well, the, you know it's funny. how like people, especially when you're younger. You like feel like you got to pound away, yeah. to punch through. But really, you just need to find your space. Our singing got
3: better when Freddie said, "You're either yelling over amplifiers or you're singing." Right, and, and like, he was 72. At I, I mean, we, he died at 70, 72 or 73, I think. Or, but anyway, when we were playing with him, we couldn't just sit there and drown out the guy who had all the hits. <laughs> He had eight number ones. So, yeah, and we never tried to. Right. But right away, our whole dynamic came down about this much. I
0: love that when that. And happens. our
3: vocals went up this.
0: Yeah, much. yeah, yeah. Because that's what people are listening to. I mean, they're listening to music as a whole, but like they're staring at a. Person our vocals singing. are
3: pretty because we can hear them.
0: <laughs> which is, which is amazing what you, you can know? hear. No, I, I agree with you completely. It's like once you start taking in the, co- the the concept of dynamics, bringing it down, bringing it up when you're supposed to. Yeah. Like heavy. Like it's a ride, right? Yeah. It's like riding the wave, and you just sort of fucking you come up, you go down, and and then when it's we were playing in the living room
3: people. with Willie and Merle and stuff, they would just play old standards, "Pennies from Heaven," "Kiss to Build a Dream On," and "Stardust." Yeah. And stuff. So that's why I learned all those chords. And it just changed everything. So now I can play anything because I have that vocabulary. Right I'll show you a cool picture that I just love.
0: Please, I would love it.
3: Freddie didn't read music. This is how he taught me. <laughs> just, that finger goes there. <laughs> That's awesome. What year is this from? That's about 10 years ago. Wow.
0: That's cool.
3: But he'd be like... I'd say, like, what's that cord? What's that cord? And he'd say, put your finger
0: here. <laughs> it's leave the, the rest where they are. Yeah.
3: And put that one here.
0: That's an amazing picture.
3: Yeah. That's cool, so he, cool, he's, man. He's my Popeye. I love that guy. He was my, he was like my father. I didn't really have one. My dad left when I was six months old. Hmm. And Freddie was it. Yeah. He he was my father figure. Okay. And he was, he was just the most amazing talented, sweet guy. I wanna show you one more picture that's really been a while. I love to see wild. more pictures. I like your Trump picture, I saw it. Yeah, we we went into a museum in France and uh, Freddie was in a wheelchair and we parked him while we all turned around to buy tickets and this is him taking off his glasses going, what are y'all looking at?
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, it's funny because the picture is a bust. A but What do you call that? A, a bus? Yeah, a bus of a guy who looks like Freddy. exactly like. <laughs> yeah, even as the eyes, and cheekbones, shit. holy shit, airline, that's so cool.
3: Like it was made that day. Hell yeah. And he hadn't even oh, seen it yet. He's taking off his sunglasses. Going oh, what?
0: Oh shit! So he don't even know that's behind him. Not yet. Oh my god, yeah. that's insane. Yeah. And this is in France. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. It's been a good adventure, you know. I'm, it sounds like it's still going. Yeah, I'm it's not still, done. Yeah, it doesn't seem like you should be done. So, so, um, do you think music is one of those things that you're just gonna do until like you can't? Until they do unplug it? me. <laughs> Till <laughs> Til I die.
3: That's cool. That's even now, playing with all these bands. My wife's like, I know why you do it. Because Freddie broke at one point. And Boomer, who didn't play with us tonight, played keyboards with one hand. Uh He was our country guitar player, one of the best Western swing guitar players in Austin history. Had a stroke and lost the use of his left arm.
0: Yeah, wow. So he plays
3: with us with, uh, uh, he's not here tonight, but he plays like one-handed keyboards. But I'm at an age where people break.
0: And while I can play, I'm gonna play every gig that I can. That's cool. That's cool. And, and like you, you still look at gigs, every gig, like, wow, I get to go do, do this? Or yeah. is there some nights where you're like, oh, fuck? And you're always growing. This jazz band, none of us
3: play jazz. There's yeah. five of us. And it's fucking killer. Yeah. And then uh, the Motown thing, somebody just called me up a couple of months ago, said, you want to do a Motown show? And I've never done a Motown show. <laughs> so, but you do that. Right. What I think about the cover band things is it's like taking a college course. Like I know how the Bee Gees write. Uh-huh. Now that I played 26 of their songs. Right. I know how Merle Haggard writes. Yeah. You know. I know how the Beatles write. Yeah. So when somebody says you want to learn a bunch of Motown stuff, it's like fuck yeah. yeah. I'll have that in my back pocket too.
0: Yeah, man. No, totally. I mean, just to be able to wrap your head around what they were doing, where they're going, what what they're. Do- I totally agree, man. When you learn a whole new set of songs, yeah. it's just like you're not just learning songs go play for people you're learning like a, a different way of thinking about writing yeah especially if you're right a writer. right because like, you're you like, hear tricks right and your Beach like, oh, Boys shit, band that's... learn
3: 25 Brian Wilson songs yeah. and you'll know
0: something yeah I mean it just changes your perspective you know, on I writing. did
3: a record two records with these guys from New Orleans when there was a flood they came up here and they were Sam Henry taught the meters and Alan Toussaint and Edda James he was like the other meters. The other Neville brothers. Oh, wow. And I did two records with those guys, and I'm like, I don't even know why they called me. But I played my, my, my shit, but it was like, okay, now I'm going to play how they play in New Orleans. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally,
0: man. It, Sign me up. Fuck oh, yeah, God. that shit, that shit that you're I right. want to learn
3: until the day I die.
0: Have you ever had a chance to do, like, uh, like playing actual with, like, a Baptist band or a Baptist church band or gospel? Yeah, or I
3: played with the Bells of Joy.
0: Oh, shit, I don't know who that is. They're like in their 70s and
3: 80s. Cool. And every Easter, (coughs) Willie has a Western Town movie set on his property. Oh, shit. Where they made some movies in the 80s. And every Easter, he pays the bells of joy to play in the little white church. Wow. And it's free. You just have to know it exists. (laughs) And that building is shaking.
0: Yeah, man. And Boomer played with them, so I got up and played with the Bells of Joy. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, I mean, like for me, that was the biggest. It was like jazz and gospel was like boot camp. Like, like it's like. If you can do that, if you can keep up with, like, gospel, especially yeah. those gospel jobs, like, you can do anything.
3: Yeah. And, like,
0: it's so crazy because, like, when I first started playing, I had a hard time hearing, like, the movement of the chords. Yeah. Because they play a lot of those slash chords yeah. where they're, like, putting, you know, E over A or whatever. I love that stuff. Me too. Like, I, it's just incredible. And, of course, that leads to the R&B and, like, you know. And it's and what all, is like, it? jazz R&B We're country. playing
3: uh, it's quarter to three. There's no one in the play just you and me. Frank Sinatra. Oh, okay. And it's like a, a D and an E minor with an A bass. Ah uh, yeah. And it just And just, it's just
0: cool as shit. Yeah, they have those yeah, it just has and, those. and
3: songs. the B boy BGs always do like an F chord with a G bass. Mm. You hear that in their songs
0: all the time. Yeah.
3: In different places.
0: Yeah, I love those. So now when I write I can pull that out. Right, totally. No, I'm with you, man. I, I'm all about it. I'm all over that. It's like as soon as I, as soon as I see, learn a song, and it's like, I will pull from that all day yeah, long. And, and like Freddie and Merle call it the
3: money chord.
0: The money chord. I call it church chords yeah. for some reason. But it, they
3: might put that chord in a song once. Yeah. But it would count.
0: It's, it's where the money. It's the money. You know
3: and then in the jazz stuff what I found out of it is a lot of it is just one, two, five stuff mm. but then you'll change keys oh yeah the and
0: modulated. do the same thing in a
3: different key and it's how you get from where all your augmented and diminished chords come in is how you get from one key to another mm. and back
0: yeah, yeah those the passing things. chords yeah, yeah, yeah
3: you know or even in country stuff you play a G6 instead of a G and it's a western swing song Oh yeah you know Good. at one note Oh yeah, just yeah. colors the whole song.
0: Yeah, it's it's just incredible how you can just change one little. And it's note so and simple
3: because that's that's like the picture I say, Freddie. We just go, would put that finger here. <laughs> you know, right? Bless hey. his heart.
0: Hey man, R. I. P. Yeah. Well, see. Good to meet you, man. Yeah, it was totally. Great.
6: the farmer and he come to town he have a daughter that was nice and round but that girl never understand what it mean to keep a good man every day she make me mad most all the time she make me sad and my little one can't say a thing Oh, she get mad and she start to swing. Do, mama, do no beat me no more. No make me back swole up and sore. Mama, if you to beat me any longer, we got to run. We go stay with me father. I make up my mind I decide we wanna have a fight We my little ones start to shout We have to worry what it's all about Do mama, do not beat me no more Don't make me back swollen up and sore Mama, if you have to beat me any longer We got to run away, go stay with my father I my mind, I decide we going to have a fight But we my little and start to shout We have to worry what it's all about Do mama, do not beat me no more Don't make me back swallow up and sore Mama, if you have to beat me any longer I have to run, we go stay with me father Do mama, do not beat me no more don't make me back, swallow and sore Mama, if you to beat me, eat me long We got to run with go stay with me father And if you to beat me, in me long We got to run with go stay with me father